Yeah, cold open here. Just let you know that this was recording that we did a while ago before the store closed and we just wanted to share it with you since we had it recorded and in the vault. Uh, so here you go. Enjoy. Stay tuned to our social media channels if you are interested in our uh, follow-up endeavors. Uh, there will be a new podcast. So if you enjoy our particular brand of tangents and rambling, you can still tune in to hear Aaron and I chat about various things, probably less about sewing, but I can't make any promises. So without further ado, here is the final episode of SewQuest. Thanks! to SewQuest, an adventure in sewing and life. I'm Erin. And I'm Caroline. We're from Spool and Spindle, an online fabric store located in Waterloo, Ontario. What's this all about? You ask questions, we answer questions. That's pretty much the whole deal. I'm going to start by saying like, we're almost caught up on our questions. So if you have questions, please send them in. Um, If we missed your question and you're desperately waiting for an answer, you probably want to resend it because we probably lost it. We're not as organized as we seem. I don't know how organized we seem, but we're (laughs) probably still not as organized is that I was gonna say do we seem organized because So our first question is anonymous. Well, you know, it's actually from me, really. Let's be honest. Okay. How much am I going to hate myself if I just cut out the PJ pant pattern from without pre-washing the fabric that came with the Cozy Club uh, box? I just want to cut it while it's nice and crisp and I don't want to pre-wash it because I know it's going to get like a little bit puffy and wrinkly and it's going to be not as nice to cut. I mean, like, do I really need to? Okay. So first of all, how much will you hate yourself? I hope not at all. Like even if... (laughs) You don't follow my advice and things are cataclysmic. I hope like you can be kind to yourself about it. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I, I, I am getting better at self-compassion. So, right so yeah. <laughs> so a you you don't hate yourself okay hopefully not um i do recommend washing it for those who didn't get cozy club um this quarter's cozy club were uh very sleepy pickles that were printed on double gauze cotton double gauze i should add so i would definitely say to pre-wash that <laughs> Yeah. Because cotton shrinks. And part of the point of double gauze is it puffs up. Now you can like iron it down again. Oh, that's so much work. But you should, <laughs> I mean, okay. You should get the like the shrinking out of the way though. Oh. Now they are pajama pants. The pattern was yep. for pajama pants. So you could just like, oh, since they're supposed to be a little loose. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Um, but my concern is that like it is double gauze, so it's going to shrink but also lose width due to being puffed up. Mm, yeah. So if I just like size up. <laughs> I mean, you're assuming that it's going to shrink evenly. Now I will say I know some quilters don't pre-wash their fabric. Yeah, I think that's pretty standard in quilting that you don't because then you get that nice little like ripply effect. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that's also theoretically from the batting, right? Yeah. The batting. Yeah. But um, but that doesn't have to fit your body. It's true. <laughs> it's true. my argument. <laughs> and I know people are always like, well, ready to wear doesn't pre-wash. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they don't. They also only need you to buy it. They don't care if you wear it after you buy it. Mm, true. True. Right. Yeah. So higher end ones, like higher end ready to wear should wash just fine. Yeah. So because they probably have pre-washed some of their fabrics. Mm, yeah yeah okay uh, okay 
I'm probably still not going to pre-wash it. I know it you're not going to pre-wash it, but yeah. um, uh, allow me to remind you of the wrap pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. still fit, but they shrunk a lot more than you thought they were going to. This is true. They did. Yes. Okay. So I will report back on the next podcast on how this turned out. Um, and okay. it will be it will be a warning for all of the uh, other people that are considering not <laughs> pre-washing. <laughs> I mean, I think the most important thing, though, is that, like, your value does not come from you following directions exactly. It's true. Or success in in the things that you're doing, no matter how you define success. This is true. That, like, even just, like, sometimes just sitting down to sew and actually doing it is is the win. Yes, this is true. And, like, worst case, they don't fit or they, like, uh, bunch up funny. And then I can, like, uh, take them apart and make an outfit for MJ. That are sleepy pickles. Okay. I mean, I was going to say you could give them to me and I'll cut them down for my kid. Oh, that would work too. uh, Your cat. Yeah, that's fine. that's fine yeah 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 yeah. i mean some of us didn't get sleepy pickles because some of us miscalculated the amount that we needed yeah that's that's fair and um cozy club maybe ate up all the fabric yes yeah so we will uh have to get more sleepy pickles yeah the people want more sleepy pickles okay so we'll get more sleepy pickles. we should probably uh here's a little behind baseball how the sausage is made we probably should order soon if we're gonna go with freight shipping <laughs> yeah 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 freight shipping is very slow um but much less expensive making our fabrics more um affordable for you yeah um i do love ordering it and getting it like the next week but it turns out fast shipping is expensive and it should be yes (laughs) so okay okay we'll see we'll see what i do later today whether i i uh put that in the washing machine or if i just go and cut it yeah i'm not really sure why you asked because i'm pretty sure that you have no intention of actually washing it you were just hoping that i would like say it'll be fine yeah but i really want to be clear it 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 won't yeah okay (laughs) like as long as you go into it knowing right i mean i've definitely made things um and not pre-washed them yes um but then i think your aftercare needs to be careful like don't put them in the dryer after only wash them on cold the face you're making tells me that that might be difficult (laughs) yeah they're definitely going in the dryer they'll get washed on cold though um but they're definitely going in the the heat from the dryer and the agitation also does the shrinking yeah so i just i think it's so funny that you're like just everything goes through the dryer and I have this whole like system of like what things get washed on cold what things get washed on delicate how they get hung up because not everything gets hung up the same way right not that it makes a difference because I think I look kind of like a slob no matter what (laughs) maybe I should just be taking the easy route yeah. Um, if I think too much about how to do the laundry, I just don't do it. So okay, I have to fair. like, I have to not, not care or I won't do it, uh, which happens. And like, honestly, um, I pay somebody to do our laundry some of the time. <laughs> sound, I was going to say like my solution, which is the most like privilege solution but then you came in and we're like I pay someone to do it like I was gonna be like having your laundry room on the main floor has made all the difference for me and recognize that that's like super privilege but I love that you're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
there was like eight baskets of laundry um, sitting. They were clean, at least sitting in our room, waiting to be put away for at least six months. Um, And at that point, I was like, I I can't deal with this. And I needed I needed help. So that was my solution. I mean, I'm not saying that our laundry gets like put away. Uh, That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, I have three children. everyone is gonna be like well those three children can put laundry away and I'm like you would think that (laughs) and I encourage that but reality and uh how things should be do not always (laughs) yes yes. yeah I'm lucky enough to have a uh a friend that cleans houses for a living and so we hired her to clean our house and she also was willing to do our laundry so (laughs) that's pretty great I'm not sure that I would feel confident enough to have a friend clean my house I have really too good much, at it uh leftover <laughs> left oh I'm sure she's amazing I know she's amazing at it but like I would be too full of shame for the state I oh. let things get into yeah there's there's days like that and then I just realized that she knows us pretty well now at this point and uh yeah that's true yeah that's true. It, it's just a thing <laughs> that's fair that's fair I just know um when I do sort of we try to do like a weekly cleanup yep and last <laughs> Oh, that's going to be so mad that I shared this. Last week, when we cleared the family room, we found cheese string wrappers everywhere. Yeah. So the children hadn't <laughs> been throwing them out. <laughs> oh, and I know cheese string is like not, you sh- I should just buy cheese and cut it off. And I do, but sometimes you just have to buy some cheese strings. Yeah. And they were like tucked under the cushions of the couch. <laughs> Was like so mad, but also so amused at the same time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, like chocolate wrappers. Yep. This sounds like I only feed my children cheese and chocolate. <laughs> it's not true. I feed them apples and healthy things. Yes. Um, but the like chocolate wrappers had been like smoothed out and stacked, but then just put like everywhere. <laughs> so you'd like open a book and a bunch of chocolate wrappers would fall out. <laughs> yeah. So we had a little chat about <laughs> Garbage goes in the garbage and maybe mama's not going to buy cheese strings anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, yeah, children, not that like adults are any better realistically no, like really. we've all found plates that we've left somewhere without thinking or coffee yes. mugs yeah yeah definitely so all right caroline our next yeah. question what are your thoughts on wages with the pandemic bringing to light the inequities inherent in our capitalistic framework how have you addressed this issue in your assumingly small business that's from anonymous oh. um i was gonna try to come up with like a really good communist name for this question asker <laughs> but anonymous is fine yeah um that's a uh... Uh, that's a yeah uh so as a small business um I know you hear like a lot about like small businesses like uh not being able to like fighting back against like rising minimum wages and stuff to uh keep keep their businesses running but we felt it was like something that was very important to support our staff and everybody on the team so we like we uh try our best to pay a living wage and we um we let the staff kind of like pick how many hours they want to work so like there's very few people that work a lot of hours um but we do try to pay them fairly for those hours that they do work um and yeah so I think that is something that we definitely try to do to support the people that work for the company. I think they are the people that are running it and they do a really good job. So yeah, thanks. Pay them. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm one of those employees. So um, I'm one of the ones that works the most hours. I am the one that works the most hours. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, um, but I find like, yeah, people are always kind of like, well, how can you just kind of let people set their own hours? Yeah. And I'm like, well, people don't like to work when there's nothing to do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, and I don't know. I mean, we have the best staff and they're like way overqualified. So, <laughs> uh, but they, they've sort of just been like, yeah, I mean, this is how much work there is. This is how much I think I need to work to yeah. do the work that I need to do. And, you know, we make sort of an agreement, like with the fulfillment team about when pickup hours are going to be and, yeah. and who's willing to take um, appointment shopping. Cause we're not open to drop-in shopping yet. Yeah. Um, and we may never be. <laughs> Yeah, there. This is the. I think this is the thing too. Is that like because we don't have drop-in shopping, it sort of allows the freedom of people to work when they need to work, and it gives them the flex time of like, well, I know I only need to be here for those three hours during pickup. Yeah. So today I'm gonna just do the three hours, but then tomorrow, um, we got more orders or whatever, and I'm gonna yeah. come in, and there's more flex time, right? Yeah. Um. Whereas if you have drop-in shopping, you have to really have some one there for the whole hours that you're open even though you may only get full for a couple of hours that day yeah yeah and that definitely like affects like how much we can afford to pay people because like we're not paying them to to do nothing like just for hours that they're sitting there so they're yeah. working the hours that they need to work and it means that we can have some flexibility in order to like fill orders faster because they can work when there's more work to do they can work more hours and less hours when there's less yeah and I mean we fulfill orders very very quickly <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like it is unusual if your order is not fulfilled like the same day on weekdays. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh I know when we were open for drop and shopping before the pandemic, I think we spent more on I say we, but it's I'm not in charge of the money, but <laughs> the business spent more on wages than business has to now when people are paid more. Yes. And like not a insignificant amount more. Like when I think the last time you guys gave us raises it was like two dollars an hour raise yeah <laughs> which is like wild yeah yeah part of that is the uh fact that um uh, small businesses can't really get insurance for their employees and so we decided to um to spread that money out a little bit uh, yeah we don't we have, have spent... employees to to reach yeah. the yeah yeah and, and and employees have to work uh full-time in order to for the insurance companies to uh, be willing to give them benefits, uh, which was something I did not realize uh, that that is a thing that's required by insurance companies and not by employers. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think to like to be completely like transparent, um, we are sort of in the, the enviable position that most of our employees don't want to work full time. Yes. Right. They want to work part time. And, and that's not necessarily going to be true of everyone. Yeah. Like they're in sort of the privileged position of not needing a full time job. So, I mean, we have some employees that because they're going to school, they work like three hours a week. Yes. <laughs> right. So and other employees work like two or three days a week, depending. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been it's been nice to be able to be flexible. Mm -hmm. I Definitely. appreciate it, especially as uh, someone who before the pandemic often had to leave early because one of the children was sick <laughs> <laughs> definitely yes. appreciate it 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I, not every business can be structured that way, but I think there is a way probably for most small businesses, well, just businesses in general to find a way to be a little bit more worker friendly. Yes, definitely. And I think like consumers need to change a little bit, right? Like, yes, if you can accept that you can't just drop in at any time, if you yep. can plan ahead a little bit, sometimes, you know, then that allows a little bit more flexibility for the business. Definitely. I know, um, the bakery near us was saying, that they really they've had to switch to drop in there's just so much demand yeah but that they find it it's very difficult because when they were doing like pre-orders they knew exactly how much they had to make and there wasn't a bunch of waste Mm -hmm. whereas now with people dropping in it can really vary from week to week yeah so sometimes there's not enough and they could have sold more of something sometimes they bake a bunch of something that was popular the week before and it's not popular that next week and they're finding that there's a lot more food waste yeah that's unfair yeah so you know maybe maybe the this whole like everything on demand right away yeah <laughs> situation doesn't always work it's true it's true okay um let's go to our next question this one's from michelle um do i need all the different that i see advertised or can i just use the, the feet that came with my machine or even better yet just never change my foot <laughs> It depends on what you're doing. Um, You will get a nicer finish if you use a foot that's appropriate to your fabric and your application. So like if you're putting in a zipper, using a zipper foot is going to give you (laughs) a much tidier finish than if you're like, I'm just going to use the regular foot and that's it. Although, I mean, you can, you can adjust your needle all the way to like one side, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's ways around it. Yeah. Um, But like if you're trying to use a regular foot on like vinyl it's just gonna stick yeah so I mean you could put some washi tape on it maybe yeah people say that but like it kind of <laughs> works it kind of doesn't it depends on the vinyl yeah um the main thing that I've noticed is like I've, I say this all the time but like a walking foot's magic <laughs> like yeah. that makes a huge difference um for slippery fabrics for fabrics that shift really easily like jerseys you can just use the feet your machine came with. Um, it's actually not that hard to change your feet. Yep. Uh, it's easy. A lot of them now you just push the button. Like there's a little button on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's like overwhelming because you're like, I don't know, these all look weird. But let me tell you, every single foot has like a video on YouTube of how to use it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So are there any feet that you're scared of? I don't think there's any that I'm scared of. I, I would say like my favorite foot is the one that has like the little edge on it um, that you can like roll. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what it is meant for. Um, but I use it to get like straight stitches, um, when doing like overstitching or like, yeah, yeah, top stitching. Um, and, and so I, that I can like line it up, like the edge in the, in the stitches and then have like an even, um, line so I don't have to like eyeball it. That's probably my favorite foot. Yeah. I mean, you definitely end up with a more professional finish when you're using the feet in the way that they're supposed to be used Yeah, (laughs) with the application. I'm a little scared of like the button foot, not like buttonhole. Buttonhole oh, yeah. foot, no problem. Except that mine, the treads came off of, so problem there. But yeah. there's like a clear plastic foot so you can sew on buttons, oh. right? And so it holds it perfectly still. I think you have to drop your feed dogs or something. Um, I'm just like convinced in my head that I'm going to break a needle by like not getting the zigzag at the right. But at the same time, the idea of not having to sew buttons on my hand, yeah, it sounds pretty good. 
does yeah yeah I've never uh never tried that one yeah I really just need to like it's just by the time I get to buttons I'm like wow this thing's almost done I'll just like I'll just finish it while I'm watching a show or something. Yeah. But yeah, once you like, like buttonholes were really scary. And then once I tried them, I was like, oh, that's fine. Yes. <laughs> Not that bad. It turns out actually knowing how to do things. Yeah. yeah. The thing about the buttonhole thing. Um, so I know on the machines at the, that we had at the shop that the, um, what would happen was people would leave it on the buttonhole. <laughs> thing by accident <laughs> yeah and then they would tell me that the machine was stuck in reverse because it would be like on the last step of the buttonhole where it's going backwards yeah <laughs> and, and they were like the machine is broken i can't get it out of reverse and it was just always on the wrong selector yeah <laughs> yeah the thing i find too like with buttonholes the biggest thing that people forget is that you, for most machines you have to like click it out of buttonhole and then click it back into buttonhole between each buttonhole yeah because you have to tell it that you're starting again if it's a yes. three-step. I mean, some of them you have to like, you have different selectors for each yes. step. Um, but I think that's, the, and then they're like, well, it's just going. It's not stopping ever. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because it, 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 yeah. you have to set it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So knowing how your buttonhole thing works um, and paying attention to what uh, selector you're on is good for the buttonhole. Yeah. Which is not, not related to the feet itself, but um, good to know. <laughs> But I do think like there are really specialized feet that look intimidating for sure, but they do make life easier. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, you know, it's up to you. You can just use the same foot all the time, but I think, uh, I think doing a little bit of, of research into, into how that works probably a good idea i don't know that you have to go out and buy a whole big thing of feet if you're only gonna buy one extra foot buy a walking foot yes yeah i think that's that's probably good for that um anything you're excited about um linen <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've always been like i like linen um when other people wear it and i'm like but then i look at it and i'm like that's not really like me. yeah that's fair yeah i love the breathability of it i love the way it gets softer as you wear it sweating mm. it <laughs> <laughs> and I love that like I can just compost my linen scraps yeah and it lasts like forever hmm. I mean before you compost it right. composts fine compost great <laughs> so yeah I have a whole plan for linen pants for the summer and I mean I wrinkle everything just by looking at it so yeah. I think I just have to accept yeah. that my pants will always be wrinkly but it's probably better than wearing jeans all summer which is what I normally do yeah yeah so are you excited about anything I made this like little jean jacket for MJ the cat um and I mean it's just like I think it's the most adorable little thing so I'm very excited about it <laughs> it is pretty funny <laughs> yeah uh, she she looks like a little like tough little hooligan tough little cat yeah yeah but she's yeah very sweet in it um and it uh doubles as a harness so that she could go outside in it and and start around in her little jean jacket um little fashion cat uh, she has a little um, enamel pin that's a little cat uh, with some yarn, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on brand, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and I made it out of like a uh, some scraps that I was using uh, to patch some stuff. So it was like the back half of a pair of jeans, um, jean shorts that uh, is now turned into a jacket. There you go. <laughs> upcycling yes are you reading and watching anything yeah so i think last time i mentioned that i was uh listening to turtles all the way down i finally finished that so now i uh know how it ends and <laughs> that is usually what happens when you yeah, finish it yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, um, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I, it was, uh, there was a lot about death of fathers in it, which was timely given my father died recently. Um, and uh, I didn't realize that until I, you know, was like into it. And then I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this. Um, and <laughs> some emotions though. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, but it was really good. Um, it also touches on, uh, I mean, touches on it's it kind of circles around um uh ocd um and and the main character like has some obsessive pulsive um stuff so there's a lot about that and but like consciousness and other interesting things have you actually read it before i haven't read it but i am familiar with john green and his brother hank green yes I think my favorite anecdote about John Green is that, like, he's like, look, everyone always knew that I had mental health issues. Like, he said he was the kid who just, like, would lie down on the floor in despair. Yeah. So, like, they're at, like, an airport, and he just was, like, so scared of the plane that he just laid down on the floor in despair. And I'm like, oh, man, I can really identify with that, both (laughs) as, like, a human and as a mother. Like, yep. Yeah. 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 Um, we were, I, I don't remember if it was like one of their videos. I think it was one of their videos that we were watching the other day. And Justin's turned to me and he's like, You are John Green. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay fair yeah I think I'm a little bit like both of them um which I think is why I like them because they I find them like um inspiring um because I can see myself in them a little bit and they are successful humans um yeah very successful humans Yeah. yeah yeah Um, other than that, we've been watching lots of things. So one of the things that we watched was like Inventing Anna, which I can't remember which services it's on, um, but it was good. I think uh, it's on Crave. Yeah, that could be. That sounds plausible. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That's all you got? It was interesting? Yeah. It's about yeah. like someone remembering their friendship with someone? Um, is that, is it that one? No. No, it's about, um, so it's actually based on a true story. Um, and it is uh, about a uh, con artist, kind of. Oh, um, this is the con artist one. Okay. Yeah, where yeah. she um, uh, pretended to be um, a, like a rich heiress and yes. Yes, got yes. people to give her like all kinds of money and um, yes. uh, things and stuff. So it's about her becoming that person. Okay. That one, I think, is on Netflix. Okay. There is one about like these two girls' friendship that is called something similar. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, get them confused. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, I'm familiar not with like the show Inventing Anna, but with the actual like the actual story. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's wild. Yeah, she just yeah. convinced everyone that she was really rich. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, the, and then we've also been watching We Crashed, which is like the WeWork story. Oh yeah. And there are like a lot of parallels between um that story and the uh like the people that are that were running WeWork and and. The this um uh con artist <laughs> <laughs> 
um interestingly um it yeah uh, so it's been interesting yeah 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 it's kind of amazing what like people will just believe and how it really isn't that hard I think for people to con other people yeah they just have to be really confident which like (laughs) 95% of us are just not right like (laughs) that's the trick is that we're like well they're confident so they must know something that I don't right but yeah real really confidence has nothing to do with truth yeah 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 and it doesn't help that like we have like a psychological bias to like just assume that other people know things that we don't know right so like we like that's part of the like reason like that when there's like multiple bystanders by something if nobody else is reacting you're like oh it's probably fine because like you assume that they all know something that you don't know but turns out we're all doing that but yeah so I think that does not help in the case of Connors because you're like oh okay they must be they must be knowing something that I don't know yeah the bystander effect is like interesting too because it just takes one person to start doing something yeah and then everyone will like jump in it's just people are not sure what (laughs) the first thing that needs to be done (laughs) is so yeah so if you're ever in an emergency just start issuing orders yes uh how about you what are you reading and watching uh I've been watching our flag means death and I'm completely obsessed with it it's on HBO so that one is actually on Crave um it, it's about pirate okay and they're all gay and I love it <laughs> it's just <laughs> oh man I love my super gay pirates it's about yeah, like yeah. this this very rich man who runs away to become a pirate okay and uh the crew that he puts together and they run into Blackbeard and there's a non-binary character on it and everyone is played by a non-binary actor yeah and everyone just uses they like it's just not a big deal it's amazing nice is it set in like the past yeah. or like okay yeah. yeah 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 it's set in like I assume the 1800s okay um maybe earlier uh maybe 1700s Okay. My history knowledge is a little spotty. Yeah. I know weird, really specific (laughs) things. (laughs) Like, you know, I can talk to you about how ink's made, but (laughs) ask me about, you know, other stuff. I don't know. (laughs) But uh, it's very charming. Uh, It's one of those things where, like, you can just tell that, like, all the characters are really like each other. You know, like, it's just very charming it's very funny um there aren't any like super gross out moments that I can think of you know how sometimes comedies are like gross out comedies it's not one of those uh Taika Waititi is like the director and plays one of the pirates so I mean you can't really argue with Taika Waititi yeah it's true it's kind of the best so I should check that out yeah it's it's only one season so far hopefully they renew um be aware it ends on a bit of a cliffhanger okay so get ready to to go through some stuff. Okay. You're heartbroken just a little bit. Okay. I will get ready for that. <laughs> Super recommend it. Um, it's kind of my like, well, I'm back on my bullshit thing because it's it's very similar in feel in a lot of ways to like good omens. And mm-hmm. if you perhaps recall my yeah. obsession with my dumb dumb love boys, yes. Yeah, this is kind of the new one. So, nice. so if you liked Kenomans, you'll probably like our flag. Okay, I did. I did. So I will check this out. Yeah, I mean, I think I have a soft spot for like the grumpy one likes the sunshine one. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> also, like, I just, 
I'm just really tired of like heterosexual relationships in, in TV shows. Yeah. I'm like, let's just have more gay content. Yes, I'm I'm there with you. Um, is that, that's everything for today. Yeah, I think so. Do we have a sign off today? Oh, I did have a sign off and now I don't remember, but I guess we'll just say <laughs> SoQuest. More gay content, please. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> we just really like to sew. Got a question, man, let us know.